0: Welcome back to No Layups.
1: No Layups.
0: Episode 11, everybody. Me and Carlito are back. Back. Talking about with more playoff basketball. More. Are you just gonna be doing ad libs this whole time <laughs> in this intro? <laughs> nah, guys. But we got we got four teams left in the playoffs. The playoffs have obviously been exciting. It's been fun. Um, We're kind of seeing veteran teams, you know, stick around, keep it together keep the mojo going and we've also seen a lot of new teams and a lot yeah, of fresh definitely. faces emerge which has also been really cool but you know we're going to preview the first two or the last two series left so in the west it's going to be the warriors and the rockets the thing that everyone rockets. has been waiting for and then in the east it's going to be the king lebron james and the Cavs. lebron going against the, the celtics. boston celtics house of celtics house of celtics and Versus. all the new faces that come with that. So let's just preview the series Versus first, House and then I think we have a pretty interesting topic that we're going to talk about a little after, but we're going to kind of keep it as a secret.
1: Yeah, so definitely. let's start in the East. Secret. Let's start in the East. Okay, so definitely. So the East, we have the Celtics and the Cavs. So very, I mean, it seems like we already knew this was going to happen. I mean, I thought it was going to be Cavs and Sixers. I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I didn't. I didn't think Celtics would have this much success without their two top-tier guys that they, they got in this offseason. And I think they're the first one of the first, uh, first NBA team without their, le- their season-leading scorer to win multiple series. So it's, it's very fascinating, you know, like definitely.
0: Yeah, the Celtics obviously are amazing. I mean, Coach Stevens over there is coaching up a storm. Yeah, he's... And I think people are, need to give credit to that man, and I think they are, which I, which I love. Sometimes the coaches kind of go in the background, but mm-hmm. what he's done without your two best players, without two top 20 players in Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, they're successful. Yeah. And I had we both had Philly yeah. moving on and maybe even going to the finals, maybe getting past LeBron. But Boston made real short and easy work of Philly taking the series 4-1. And really they, they just played – Great defense. Yeah. Terry Rozier is coming out of nowhere.
1: He's Allen Iverson. He's out
0: playing Kyrie Irving. He's doing everything Kyrie-esque. what Kyrie would do for Boston. He has Kyrie's shoes on. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have stepped up big time.
1: And Al Horford is playing out veterans. of his mind.
0: Right. They got Al Horford Game the, the, the Morris twin. I mean, they just have the perfect the perfect mix of those young guys with those older guys. Yeah,
1: it's like they play young, but they or they, they're young but they play old. And it's perfect. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what Jason Tatum
1: is. Exactly.
0: He's a rookie and a vet.
1: Rookie and a vet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Drake. But, yeah, so obviously Boston's <laughs> doing their thing. What about on the other side with uh, LeBron and them? It's just amazing to me how well LeBron played in that Toronto series. Yeah,
1: we keep doubting LeBron. And it's we always
0: doubt LeBron.
1: Just because we think, like, you know, it's it's, it's not it, the time. It's not,
0: it's not LeBron, though. It's the cast around him that it's we doubt. the cast doubt.
1: around him that, yeah. But now they're stepping up. Even Kyle Korver said, like, we can't just watch LeBron. We got to play, too. You know, Tristan Thompson shows up. JR showing up. You know, we've got George Hill showing up. But I will say. Good players. That we always had Toronto losing. Yeah. Both of us. I, had, I think I had five or six games. There's
0: something about Toronto in the playoffs that doesn't work. And we'll talk about that more later. But whatever it is, it's just like they have, like, a mental blockade when they play LeBron. And and it showed up again. I mean, they got swept. It wasn't even close.
1: Yeah, it was not. I mean, the first game was the closest. The first game but, was closest. and Cleveland stole it. You know, they just and robbed then LeBron it. hit a game winner. And LeBron hit a game winner. He hit two
0: game winners, didn't he, Mercer? Uh, this postseason, he's this hit two postseason, game winners. He hit two game winners.
1: And it's it's definitely crazy. Like uh, every time that we that I've watched LeBron play the Raptors in the postseason, there's always that big big moment, like just momentum shift that in the whole entire series. And I believe that game winner was a momentum shift. I mean, it was already over. It was over. But he, but it just even made it even worse that the Raptors did not want to compete ever again. I mean, like...
0: We have so much to talk about with the Raptors, but we'll get there. But it is just ridiculous to me. LeBron literally just willing his team to move on in advance and just finding a way to win. I mean, yeah. that if anything, that puts him in that conversation with, with Jordan and with Kobe and the great ones. Is that he finds a way and wills his team to win, no matter what. And without with you know without a a, a twenty point score
1: right now, without yeah like, Kevin Love is probably the closest to that, but he hasn't been very good. He hasn't been consistent. Yeah, Kevin Love just in and out. Like I, I I trust Corbett's shot more than Kevin Love. I trust I trust Jr's shot more than Kevin Love. <laughs> and Jr just throws prayers.
0: <laughs> so, oh my goodness! I'm
1: just saying, man. Gosh. Jr shot. Jr desperation threes. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness.
1: But, okay, so 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 in this series,
0: it's obviously going to be fun to watch. It's going to be kind of
1: LeBron. It's going to be LeBron versus Brad Stevens. LeBron
0: and the Vets That's against Brad Stevens and his young guns. Yeah. And it will be fun to watch. It's going to be a great series. It's going to be interesting. Um, Boston actually has home court advantage. Yeah. Being the higher seed, right? Mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So that will be interesting to see. Um, I think LeBron's gonna have to work harder than he has in any other series. I think the Pacers series
1: tired Pager him series out. Was probably the most like aggr- like just ridiculous series, grinded for his out first series. Round. And then and then the Raptors, he was just having fun throwing fadeaways. Right, this like, one kind of gave him a little bit of a break. He was literally Raptors practicing series. his jump shot against but, the Raptors.
0: But I think that Boston has enough dudes to give him problems. Yeah,
1: if they start... Because Jalen Brown will probably guard him. Then it'll be Tatum. Then, then it'll got, be Marcus even, Smart. Marcus Smart can go on him. Even, uh, like, well, there'll be a bunch of people that are going to rotate. Because that's how Indiana did it. and I they mean, that's kept, how you beat LeBron. That's you how have, you beat LeBron. You have to put different bodies Rotate, rotate. Keep, making, keep right. making him surprise you, but, like, keep just putting bodies there.
0: Right, and I think the biggest thing in this series is that Boston needs to stop LeBron from being a facilitator. Yeah. He, he can score. LeBron can score all he wants. Don't let him make other people better. Mm-hmm. If he makes other people better, that's when it becomes a long night. That's when Kyle Korver starts hitting threes. That's when J.R. Smith starts hitting threes. Yeah. Or- and the other thing is you got to rebound like crazy.
1: Yeah, I You think- can't
0: let Tristan Thompson change the game.
1: Yeah, Tristan Thompson could slightly just change the game like it's Tristan crazy. Tristan Thompson
0: is an X-factor, and I think if you can stop just LeBron rebounding. facilitating, that'll... That'll do the Celtics wonders and that'll be enough, I think, for the Celtics to get past them.
1: But and if LeBron's just, just shooting like fadeaways again like the Raptors, it's right. over. It's well it's over. This is the thing though. I feel like a newbie or whatever that guy's name is in Toronto. Oh yeah, would
0: you can't have a rookie, not him. You can't have that rookie on on LeBron. He he just wasn't enough. And I think that they didn't make a change. They kinda were like content with it, you know what I mean? Like, oh he's doing a good enough job. He really was. They had
1: nobody else. Uh, Ibaka can't really guard LeBron. Uh, you gotta do can't something, man. You gotta
0: double. You gotta switch it up. Fre- uh,
1: Fred VanVleet was trying to square up with LeBron, but he couldn't do nothing. Right.
0: But I think, like, as we just said, Jalen Brown, Tatum
1: will give him a harder time. Yeah, this will be uh, not. I don't know as worse than the Indiana the Indiana series. It's gonna be something close. It could be something close. So that'll be real interesting. Um, I have Cleveland winning. You have Cleveland winning. I just think LeBron's just. How many games? You know what? I'm gonna say. I. I'm gonna go five games. Just, you think Boston's not even gonna put up a fight? I don't know. I just seem like LeBron's just on a. So you got Cleveland at five. On just LeBron, it's just it's all LeBron. of a sudden. <laughs>
0: all of a sudden, look,
1: I keep you know I keep doubting LeBron, and it seems like just LeBron just keeps. We proving, are back on the LeBron proving it wagon, wrong, huh? Like LeBron's averaging like thirty something, nine and nine, and it's just like he's killing. And I don't think the cel- I don't. I don't think anybody can. Guard can guard LeBron and keep him contained, even if they do all these switches. So we're just falling in love with LeBron again. It just LeBron, you know, honestly, like LeBron to the finals. It don't matter what the record is for his finals thing. Who cares? Just keep, just put LeBron in the finals. All right, I got Boston in seven. We want, we want to see LeBron keep playing, so might as well. I don't. <laughs> I got, I got Boston in seven. Boston would just die against the. I got Boston seven, man. You got. Boston I want to say Boston
0: in six, but I feel like LeBron will just push it to the very brink.
1: And he's gonna make it like dramatic. You know what I mean? LeBron is gonna be tough. He's in his best career. Like one of his best seasons. Oh, he's in his he's in his final we form. We could probably include this season, one of his top three seasons. LeBron's in his final form right now. He's looking great. Yeah, he's like yeah, like he's exodia right now. You know, like okay. all the pieces that are filling in right now. You just lost like everybody. And the whole Golden State rap but um no. What I'm saying is that LeBron is gonna put on a show and we wanna watch it. He's gonna go to the finals. He'll probably put on a show, but it won't be enough. So,
0: all I'm saying is that
1: I th- I think that Boston's going to surprise
0: you, and that's that I, I think they're <laughs> I think they're better than what people are showing, and I think LeBron is not enough to beat this team. If he is, he's enough, enough to beat phew, Toronto. Crazy. He's enough to beat Indiana, but Boston's different. They're talented. We said and Sixers I think were it'll different. Be, it'll be something else. We said the Sixers we were different. We never got to see the Sixers play the Cavs though.
1: We didn't. We saw them in the in the regular season. They just I said smacked that them.
0: in the last podcast. I said that Bye. whoever bah. comes whoever comes out of the Boston <laughs> Philly series is going to go to the finals, and I still believe that. Oh, but before we move to the Western side and talk about the Warriors and the Rockets, we would like to say thank you to KCSS. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, KCSs. We You're appreciate it. Thank you for letting us use your equipment. Thank you for letting us use the studio. Thank you to all the people here that help us yeah, out. All the people here. And uh allow us to put on the show, help us with our website. Definitely. You know, give us tips,
1: Love. all types of stuff. Everything, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Give us yeah, just give us feedback, everything, let us know. Also,
0: if you haven't listened to the KCSS SoundCloud yet, take a listen to the KCSS SoundCloud. Oh yeah. No layups is on there.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: also a bunch of other podcasts on there. Yeah. Blackest stands on there. Uh, Bras Anatomy is on there. There's they, all kinds of podcasts.
1: Yeah, they got good ones. Good people, too, it? Good
0: people. And that's what matters. That's what matters. So thank you, KCSS. But now we'll be moving to the next part of our No Layups Episode 11 podcast, and that is the, on the western side. Warriors, Rockets. With the Warriors and the Rockets, the matchup everyone's been waiting for, and I love the commentary before the series even starts. Post-game press conference. Draymond Green says, we're he ready. answers a question. The, the the news reporter goes. He said, "Who you said know, that?" Yeah, he's like, you know, are you guys like, you know, riled up? Are you guys ready to go? You know, play the Rockets? You know, a team that like, you know, is built and has been talking, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? And Draymond goes, "Why should we be riled up? <laughs> you know, we've won two championships in the last three years. You know, they're coming for us. We're not whoever's in our way. We go through them. And if you're, I in loved our, it.
1: And if you're in our way, then we're going through you too.
0: Exactly. I love it." Draymond is, he sets the stage so well that he's just like adding fuel to the fire. It's like when you're going to go watch a movie like Infinity War. If anybody watched <laughs> Infinity War, you saw the first trailer and you were like, oh snap. I know the music. And then they came Duh. out with the second trailer. And it was just like, dude, I just need to watch like, this movie. Stop. So I can't wait to watch this movie yeah. and see what happens with the Warriors and Rockets. You know who I'm rocking with. I got the Warriors
1: in six. I got them in five. It's just, the Warriors, they're good, man. Like, uh, uh, you know, Chris Broussard said on the show, he said, the Rockets are built for the Warriors, you know, threes, threes, threes. They shoot about, I think, maybe 60, 70 threes a game. You know, they make almost like one-third of them, two-thirds of them. Right? right. They make a successful amount. Mm-hmm. Right. But once they, go, once they go down, they live and die from the three. The Warriors don't live and die from the three, but they do. But that's like one third, one fourth of what they do. You know, they have everything else. They have their ISO players. They have their back doors. They have their ball movement, and that's what just beats. That's to me, that's what just uh, beats the uh, Rockets. They they do more.
0: I'll tell. I'll tell you the difference between the Warriors and the Rockets because the Rockets are trying to, they're trying to be a mirror image of a of a plan that the Warriors did, right? Yeah, they're trying to be similar to what the Warriors are and trying to match them. Because the only way you beat the Warriors, is you score with the Warriors. Yeah, you keep the calling. Rockets can arguably score with the Warriors. I don't think they can score with the Warriors for four games. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, they shoot threes. Yes, they play at a fast pace. They play too much isolation ball. Yeah, that's like, what's going to kill them.
1: They're top. They're in. The, they're um. They're top in iso plays, but right. they're like dead last in passing or in. Uh, it's just
0: tough because. If you can stop the penetration, and I'm saying it's very difficult and no one really has done it this year. But you I guess you can't really stop the penetration. If you can contain the penetration of James Harden and Chris Paul, they're really bad. Trevor Ariza, PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon are not good. Unless James Harden in Chris Paul are good. Yeah, they feed off of them more and it's like a it's like a LeBron thing. The thing with the Warriors like is thing. KD can have a bad night, we can still win the game. Steph could have a bad night, we could still win the game. Yeah, cuz one of the other guys are going to pick it up and as a unit the ball movement is always there. Someone is going to step up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that we can say that, you know, Ariza or PJ Tucker or Eric Gordon, maybe Eric Gordon, but like some of the other cast members and the Rockets aren't just going to step up and take over. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they
1: need that isolation ball. They need the... And I think it'll happen. I think that will happen. I, I, you know, I don't think that, that they'll lose all that. Because Chris Paul, he put out a statement last night. Oh, for sure. You know, 40. You know, just taking out all the teams. And I know that James Harden's been putting statements. They're going to play like that. If, if the Warriors can contain them quick, the game's over in four. If the Warriors can stop Chris Paul and James Harden do what they love doing, it's over. You know, if they can really just make them stop doing ISO plays, make them just pass the back, pass it around, it's over. That's, it, it's not me, really that's,
0: stopping them. It's it's me. making it tough on James Harden and Chris Paul every time. To me, Chris Paul isn't gonna be the, the main factor. This is all about James Harden. James Harden's gonna have to play the series of his life.
1: Yeah, he's going to have to score like 50 and a game-winner.
0: He's going to have to hit, hit, hit all the time. He's going to have to get help from his cast. Capella, I think, is going to be an X-factor because I don't think Houston plays defense, really. Mm -mm. They suffocate you with their offense. And because they have so many possessions, their defensive numbers look good. You know what I mean? It's a little bit inflated. But Capella is a guy who can legit play defense. Uh-huh. He's going to make it tough on Steph because Steph kind of has a hard time finishing over the big guy sometimes. You know what I mean? We saw yeah. it against the Pelicans. He's going to make it tougher on KD even though KD can still finish over the top of you. And Draymond is, you know what I mean, he's not even close to the size of Capella. Draymond's going to be guarding Capella. He's going to make it nasty and he's going to even out the nastiness for the Warriors yeah. on that side. We might side. even see
1: Draymond guard uh, James Hiron or Chris Paul. We might see one of those switches yeah, we might happen. Oh, for sure. But but that's the thing about the Warriors. We got so
0: many bodies that can guard so many dudes. We'll see Javel McGee in this series. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Looney will be a big part of the series. David West will be a big part of the series. Um, but it will be interesting. But I think the Warriors with the ball movement, with the leadership, with the I've been there before mentality, and then the owning um, like
1: Chris Paul, uh, Steph Curry owns Chris Paul.
0: Yeah, with the yeah. I mean, I mean the Warriors kind of own the Rockets a little bit. You they know, they own the Rockets. Yeah, we've seen James Harden before. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a different team. It's a different coach. But I think the Warriors have enough. And um, they're just really good. If
1: the Rockets, if Chris Paul and James Harden can really, like, just go off every night, it'll be, you know, I'd give it a chance, honestly. But it's just the Warriors, they know how to play. I mean, they're playing against their own system. Like, you'd think they they don't know how to play. Like, they're going to, they know how to, like, trick this team. James Harden is going to have to play the series of his life,
0: and Capella is going to have to be a dominant presence in the paint offensively and defensively Mm -hmm. that's their best shot
1: yeah I definitely agree but yeah I say I say Warriors in five I mean in four
0: I got I got Warriors in six I just think I think Houston's gonna I think they're gonna stand their ground pretty well and I think we're gonna have a good series but the Warriors will break them eventually
1: yeah it's just yeah I mean none of those guys can guard Kevin Durant that's what another thing I think about like who's gonna guard Kevin Durant that's That's, true that's what I say for sure like
0: Oh, I mean, you can say the same thing. Who's going to guard James Harden? I mean, we got guys that can guard him, but James Harden's basically unstoppable as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. It's it's two high powered offensive teams that are just going to go. It at is it.
1: A, a probably the gl- gladiator match of all gladiators. So <laughs> what? <laughs> so oh my god! Probably the top two teams that we could, if if you know, if you were to mix all teams together, these would probably be the two teams to meet in the finals. If you were to mix all the teams together, because these are the top two teams. Oh, I agree. Better than any team in the East, if, if, we, don't, if, we, if we don't see LeBron anymore. But definitely this is a, uh, a series that you want to watch, see how e- they play each other, because it's literally copycat. It's literally Spider-Man looking at Spider-Man. <laughs> what? So I'm telling you, it's going to be a fun game, but I, the Warriors are just going to kill him. It's gonna be just a bunch of shooting. I bet you every shot's gonna be a three. I bet you it's gonna be like things like that. But oh, it's gonna be
0: fast paced. Oh, it's gonna be
1: fun. It's yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be probably the the most fun series to watch other than the finals. That's what I say. Better than I think this is gonna be the best series in the, all the
0: playoffs. In all the playoffs, I don't I don't even think the finals will match it. You know what? You might be wrong that. I mean, it'll be fun to see. You know the 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 the, the trilogy Warriors cavs it's always going to be fun. Yeah. But I mean I think it's, that It's 5 against 1. All so. the talk with Houston, you know, being this good, it's that's that that's what makes it exciting. Mm-hmm. Cuz people really think they're a threat.
1: Yeah. But I got Warriors in 6, you got Warriors in 4 or 5. Yeah, 4. Oh uh, man. Got to choose one. I, I you know I'm going to say 5. I'm going to give I'm going to give Rockets one game. All right, Warriors in 5. So there you have it. Those are our
0: Finals, Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals previews. I have the Celtics. He has the Cavs. We both have the Warriors. We'll see how it plans out. But we have one more topic we wanted to talk about, and it's one that we kind of were just going at it about kind of before this podcast. And it's really about some of the teams that got knocked out before in the playoffs. Uh, there's three teams that they need to make some type of change. They, they You know, they're they're always... They're always going to the playoffs. They're always solid. They have the star power, but they never have enough to beat the teams like the Warriors, like the Cavs, you know, like the Spurs before, mm-hmm. like the Rockets now. You know, they just don't have enough to beat those teams. And those three teams are: it's the Trailblazers, the Wizards, and the, and the Raptors. And I think, and this is what I was, this was my argument to Carlos before the podcast. I was saying that there's three things you do when you're not successful in the playoffs when you can't make the next step you blow it up which means you just go you go crazy i mean you gotta let you gotta let people go you might need to make a
1: coaching change when, that has, when has that happened
0: right but i'm just saying this these are things that you can do okay it's an, it's an option you just gotta blow it up A second option is you let go of your star your star pieces which is almost like blowing it up Hmm. but you know what i mean you kind of you kind of like We just need a change with you know the star, Mm -hmm. you know maybe maybe Dame and CJ don't work so one of those guys have to go, maybe Bradley Beal or John Wall don't mix very well, you know one of the stars got to go. That's what I'm saying. And the other
1: option or the other one. And
0: the other option is you got to fire the coach. Maybe we don't blow it up. Maybe we don't let one of the stars go, but we gotta we gotta change the coach. We gotta change the system and i think that these three things these are the options these are the ways to get better these are the ways you don't stay in mediocrity and for the teams that you know we're looking at i think all three of them need to choose one of those options just because it's like it's like dude you're not going to like if you're not trying to beat the cavs or the warriors what are you really trying to do you're telling your fans that we're going to be mediocre i'm making the argument that they're not they're not threats to the crown you know what i mean yeah the Rockets are a legit threat to the crown. No problem with the Rockets.
1: The Spurs used to be, but it took them a while before be, this year. It, it took the Rockets a while, right? Because remember they had Dwight Howard. Remember they had Jeremy Lynn. Right? They didn't work out. They had Chalin Parsons. Didn't work out.
0: But they kept. They did. I think the Rockets pretty much did it the right way. They kept chipping away, chipping away. You find the right team. Now I need the right coach. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Clippers. I agree with what the Clippers did. Chris Paul leaves. No matter if the Clippers wanted to let him go or not, he left, right? Yeah. You get pieces back. You get picks. Blake Griffin's the next one to go. Pieces back. Picks. Yeah, you didn't make the playoffs this year, but I think you're in a better spot. I mean, you can argue that you're in a better spot than you were when you were with DeAndre, Blake, and Chris Paul. Yeah, you're making the playoffs, but you're going to lose. So it's just, it's very interesting, this conversation, for sure.
1: So, but with the Clippers, you know, I am thinking about it. With the Clippers, Blake Griffin was injury prone. He was injury. He was getting prone. hurt. So he was. it was like, you know what? Let's just trade him. That kind of goes into the factors, though, don't you think? It slightly does, but when we go to, when we look at a Blazers, Wizards, Raptors team, mm-hmm. CJ and Dame have they haven't really gotten hurt into that point. A Wizards team, they they what John Wall. Bradley Bill. They've, missed, they've missed some time. Bradley Beal's
0: also missed time,
1: but Kyle Lowry and, and DeMar DeRozan, I, they've they, been pretty healthy. They've been pretty healthy, so it's like when uh, some to me, I look at the way it's like it's a business. It's more business than the sport. So if you're looking at these teams, I mean all 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 two, like every one of these players that are on these teams, they make you money. They make you, they give you jersey sales. They give you seats. They give you um, commercials. They give you all star appearances. You know they put they put their they put their they put their the city on their back and they put it in somewhere. You know, like without Dame and CJ, you're not going to see. You know, like ele- electricity from people wa- going to watch these guys. You know, same with all these players. But it is you know it is a big question. Like, do you get rid of these players? Do you get rid of the coach? And it's very to me what what happened with the Raptors. It's it's pretty it's a little uh, a little hard to say because you know Dwayne Casey's coming out of his best. It's like the best coach. Like, do you? Fire the best coach ever from the Raptors team? This is my team? thing with
0: Dwayne Casey and, and the Raptors. Yes, he's a very good coach. He's
1: the best coach they've ever had, basically.
0: Okay. He might be the best coach they've ever had. Yes. He's, he's great. But if you lose three years in a row to the same guy, I'm not even going to say the same team because LeBron hasn't really had the same team. Mm-mm. You're losing to the same guy every single year. And this year, it wasn't even close. You got sweat, 4-0. And it wasn't even like a close sweep. You got sweat bad. Uh, you got blown off the court. I think there's a problem. So maybe you choose not to fire the coach. Maybe you don't choose that option. But you got to go another way. You got to let like, go of either DeMar DeRozan or it's, Kyle Lowry. But that's if they want. Him. But it's like, I don't or, know. Or, or like Ibaka or Valashunas. You know what I mean? Like something. You got to do something. If I'm a Toronto Raptors fan, I'm like, what are we doing to get better? If I go into next year and I have the same team, what are you what are we gonna think? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's just to me, like, Kyler has like a three year ninety million or something like that. And right. I know, I know, I know the contracts are tough. Contracts, it's like other teams don't want that sometimes. Like yeah, they don't want to link those with picks and things can happen. Yeah, I get what you're saying on that. It's just like I don't know. To me right now, the NBA seems like Oh, it's a two man race, dude. It's a two man race. But all the other teams are kind of like, we're good where we're at. Like, ah, we're good, we're good. Like That's ah. not good. That's what I'm saying. It's not good, but I feel like in sports you, you you look to you look to the future. It's like if you say it's like Devin Booker on the Suns. Do you trade the guy? Do you not trade the guy? But you keep him. Even though you guys are losing games, you're gonna get a pick. You know, it's like it's it's like saying, um, with Porzingis. Do you trade Porzingis? He's on the Knicks. Okay, They're but tra- this is the thing about those teams. I, I, I agree with the argument that you're making
0: right now. But those teams are really bad. They are. Do you agree with that? They are bad, yeah. But I want to be really bad or I want to be really good. And that's that's how it is in this. But in, this that's it. in this league. I'm saying that these three teams that we're talking about are not really bad or not really good. They're in the middle, and that is the worst place you can be. If it- you're really bad, you're getting picks, right? You're always looking to the future. Mm -hmm. So the thing that excites the fans, the things that excites you, is that Devin Booker might be really good. This pick that I can pair with Devin Booker might be really good, right? Yeah. Porzingis is really good. If I go get a first-round pick, I can change the franchise with Porzingis and another new guy that's going to be the face, right? Yeah. If I'm a really good team like the Warriors and Cavs, obviously we're all
1: happy we're dominant, you know what I mean? Now, we're always in the we're always in the spotlight. If you're the Raptors, if you're the Raptors, what are you looking forward to? The thing the thing I think about the Raptors is like they don't want to give up Kyle Lowry and DeMar because they believe they could <laughs> there could be a future going on later on with Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. But it is hard.
0: When you hold on too long, bad things happen. When you
1: hold on too long, bad things happen, but that's how the, that's how I feel like the NBA that's a that's a a good definition of what NBA happens. Like, we look at a lot of teams. It's what's happening a, to the Grizzlies right at Look at, right look at the Lakers. Look at the Lakers. They held on to Kobe too long. No. Bad. Okay, this is the thing. No, no, no. <laughs> like I don't even agree with that. They one. held on Kobe to Kobe's a once-in-a-lifetime player. They held on. They should, you know, like, Kobe is. look once in at a the lifetime. Celtics. They gave up Paul Pierce, and they gave, like, they gave up that big three, and it, good things looking right now. Exactly. Yeah, but Smart. they didn't hold on.
0: The Celtics weren't good for a while.
1: They, they were like, okay, okay, exactly. okay. They weren't like t- bottom of the food chain. No,
0: but you but you're, you were making moves but to just, the future where you're going to get picks. But
1: the Lakers, if we go to the Lakers route, they kept Kobe. They kept Kobe. But look Kobe, at them now. But right now, they it, would you, it, would it you took agree? like a, a long, a little bit of it a, does take time. a bad year, three like a little big uh, downfall. Oh, for sure. It but, takes time,
0: but I'm saying that that has to be worth it. I would say that the Lakers are one of the more exciting teams to watch in the NBA are, now. They are. But why is
1: that? You guys sucked for a little bit. But it it could have been. It could have been. uh, This could have been done earlier. You know that's that's. I'll I'll use the Warriors
0: as an example. The Warriors have been bad for a long time. Before this recent five-year run, Mm -hmm. we were horrible. You blow it up, as in. So we had that 2017, right? Yeah. The Steven Jackson, Baron Davis team, that team was awesome. That kind of just shocked the culture. Like, oh man, the Warriors are on the map. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. For a little bit be,
0: though. Right, for a little bit. Then we kind of just go back into mediocrity. We're kind of weak. But we find a coach in Mark Jackson, right? We find mm-hmm. the right guy to energize the franchise. And then you got and then you got picks. Then you start getting picks.
1: But only there's only a few teams in, in history to get those picks, to get like I'm just saying, then you, know, you start getting,
0: picks. Then you start getting those picks. Then you get, so first you start with Steph, your, your franchise guy. Then you make decisions like, I got to let Monte Ellis go. Monte Ellis was a big-time player for the Warriors. hmm Then you go get a guy like Bogut, right? Yeah. You start getting pieces. You start putting it together. Then the next year in the draft, you go get Klay Thompson. You get Draymond Green as a steal. Yeah. You have Harrison Barnes. You see what I'm saying? Like... There's ways that teams can do these things to piece it together
1: to solve the puzzle. That's only once in a lifetime, honestly. It's not. Like the Thunder were the one of the teams to do it, but What about
0: San Antonio? We can go back even farther. San
1: Yeah, back even farther, but it's only, we can only name like just a few we can only name like three or two or four. OKC. OKC, but they're they're broken up. Okay, but I'm saying that they had the template. They had the team. They had the template. All you're really wanting to do is you want to make a team that will compete
0: for a championship. But then you got to
1: worry about emotions. You have to worry about players. You have to worry about... All those about things will play itself out. How they deal with each other. So...
0: I think all those things play itself out. That's I, a coaching thing. That's like a the, GM thing. Like
1: To me, the Warriors, are all good guys. I, so like. I'm going to look at it that way. They're all good guys. They all want the best for each other. With the Thunder, it just seemed like there was, you know... Um, uh, alphas there and it just didn't like with the with the spurs they had that coach the coach said you know pavich you know i'm I'm am a i'm a you know i'm the captain you guys are not the captain okay. you know so it just seems like emotions get in the way you know alpha 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 dogs get in the way
0: i'm the, telling you but winning is the ultimate cure man. winning is the ultimate
1: but only a few teams do it you're right it, it's I what agree. the lakers the spurs yeah, and and any last, Le- any LeBron the team last, since two thousand, right? Since two thousand, the Warriors, right? And the Warriors,
0: I agree. So, but okay, but but real quick, so what should these teams do?
1: What is our opinion? Okay, or do you think they're going to do nothing? Okay. So let's start. Let's start with Portland. So I'll go with Portland. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to keep Terry Stotts. Keep Terry Stotts. Okay, and I what think do they they're... just stay Pat? I think they're just gonna stay the same. There's, okay. Like I'm gonna go to the contracts. All these dudes have like big contracts that all the other NBA teams are like, we're good, we're good, we're good. Okay. We're gonna nah, we don't want Evan Turner. We don't want that. You know, eighty million. We don't want you know Mo Harkless. I agree. We're we're just gonna we have we we're already gonna pay our dudes like ninety million four years. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I think about the Blazers. I think I mean they did. They uh, just—Dame just didn't have a good series, and I don't want to just blame one series and end it for his life.
0: But that's the thing, though. So this is my take. It's not one series. That's the thing. If it was one series, I would say the same thing. You keep it together. You just push forward. They go to the playoffs often. But they
1: they do get to the second round.
0: Yeah, but— is it enough, man? But then we Is have it enough to, to, but then to we have get to, past the first round? But then we
1: have to talk about how good players are, and we have to like, all right, well, you need to get, you need to get a Kevin Durant, or you Is need to get a LeBron. Is it enough to get
0: past the first round, man? It's not. Compete. Find a way.
1: You're, Go you're, get somebody. You're asking Dame to score 100 points a game. I'm not
0: asking Dame. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm not asking Dame to do, because that's why they lose. That's why they lose. They they have CJ and they have Dame. Some teams are not fortunate to get these players. I'm saying you go find <laughs> like you, you either go to the draft and you go find someone you think can be that player. Every year there's going to be. a We thought John
1: Wall was going to be that player, and it's been what John seven Wall's for real. We'll seven, get to them. Seven six years. We'll get to them.
0: These guys are ultimate players. These guys I, are great players. I think you need to go find another piece, or you need to fire <laughs> Terry Stotts. I think they're gonna stay the same.
1: I think you fire Terry Stotts. Wait a little bit until these guys have their uh, little free agency. Then something happens. Fire Terry C- Stotts, and, and then it, and it depends on Dame and and CJ if they want to keep playing together or if they want out. I feel like that's the biggest deal breaker. Oh well, eventually it's gonna it's gonna someone's gonna leave. But there's some there's some teams that or there's some players that never leave. Why did Chris Paul leave? Chris Paul left because you know they couldn't win. Yeah, they couldn't win. So but, one of those guys will leave. But other players, ha- like other players, have different intentions. Other players don't believe that they're gonna win. That they're the top of the top. Every player's intention is to win a championship. I guarantee you that it is. But you know, there's some players that believe that. You know what? Like it's all good. You know, I'm gonna try to just average a <sighs> it's triple tough, double. Man. That's, that's a, a tough conversation. That,
0: that, that's a whole another conversation. But
1: yeah, me. I have Blazers. You know, Blazers to me, I don't think they're gonna blow up. Okay. I think they're gonna stay the same. For a couple more years, then when some of these guys have small little contracts, or if Dane puts on another good performance next year, then some player wants to go with them. But it just it seems like the NBA right now, every team's like, ah, we're good, we're good. We're going to wait till the draft, or we're good. Um, I mean, we can tra- y- trade you. Can you can wait till the draft, but you got to go get more picks. I'm saying you got to be proactive. Because nowadays, trades, I mean, it seems like trades are just biggest ripoffs. And, I and think people- you can get a lot for a CJ McCollum. We can I make that argument? You can get a lot. Okay, so why don't you go do that? CJ sells. CJ's uh, uh, Damian Lillard sells. Damian Lillard He's sells. He's the face of the franchise, but it's agree? like two guys better than one. No, you go get you keep one of the guys and then you go get dudes. You get more dudes. Yeah, but I feel like some of some of these teams like they get they regret Giving up, they regret. You should like, regret losing like the next five for like the last le- uh, five years. Like, I'm regret sure, that. I'm sure they regretted, uh, leave, uh, giving away James Harden. Yeah, but James know? Harden doesn't regret it. He doesn't regret it, but teams, but it to me, the business is CJ more. CJ won't regret it when he goes plays for a real contender. CJ won't, but it just seems like some of these teams are hesitant to give up their players because for sure they believe in the future. But to me, Blazers, nothing okay, they, they're gonna stay the same. They're All the, right, Wizards, they're the three seed, yeah. Wizards, I think,
0: I think you go, this is one of those where the superstar has got to go, and I think Bradley Beal Bradley will be the one to leave. You think so. I think he's going to go to a team like L.A. He's going to go to a team like Cleveland. He's going to go to some type of team like that, either where it's like a big market where it's like L.A., New York, where you're going to get paid and the, 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 the celebrity status is there, or you're going to go to a big-time contender and you're going to go to like a Cleveland – a Houston.
1: Well, you got to go to a team that's willing to give give away or give uh, you know equal the value of that player. If you go to Cleveland, who uh, are you going to trade for? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that you have to equal the value. <laughs> I would say that
0: you need. I mean, picks are things that are the great equalizer. Picks
1: are things, but not a lot of teams have these picks. I mean, Cleveland has that number you one. You got pick, future picks always. The future picks, but when when it comes to star players like the Paul George, that Paul George, um, Victor Oladipo, Saviones trade. Yeah, people were hated that trade. Yeah, look how that went. Indiana regretted that trade. They don't anymore. They don't anymore. But you know, like I said, teams are hesitant. They're like they're just gonna back. But you gotta do it. Like you're proving you're proving our point that you gotta do it. You gotta do it. But some of these teams are not gonna do it. Look at Cleveland. The Pacers have
0: like what I'm saying is that was their first shot right for the Pacers with their new squad. Yeah, and they threw a nasty right hook at the Cavs, Mm -hmm. and they almost floored them. Yeah. And if that that to
1: me is what it's all about, we could almost argue Victor Aldipo is better than Paul George, right? Better Indiana Pacers than Paul George. That's has ever the been. type of argument that I like to see. It wasn't working with the Roy
0: Hibbert, Paul but, George, but George Hill, but Indiana Pacers GM time, did you know that I mean?
1: because he he did that on purpose. Like he traded Paul George to the Thunder because he didn't want to trade Paul George anywhere. He, Paul George wanted to go. Yeah, that's so more. I'm, I'm telling you, it's like, but it's like it's kind of like uh, like he did it out of just you know. Um, out of spite or something? Out of spite. I mean, but that's fine. That's just smart business. You don't
0: trade him to a team that you think he's going to go kill for. <laughs> he still could have killed on OKC. It never worked out. Yeah. But uh, So so, what do you think what the Wizards are going to do? See, I think Wizards, Bradley Beal's got to leave. I think the coaching has never been good, in my opinion, in Washington, so that's got to be something they got to I don't think fix. they get
1: along. I don't think John Juan and Bradley Beal get, get along, along. So you got to it up. I think... To me, it just seems like they're, they're settling. They're, they, they like to be there. They like to be there. John Wall likes to be the man. It's like they're both the man but in different things. Like, John, John Wall's the man and, and, like, you know, just leading the team, bringing down the ball. Bradley Beal takes his 30 – he takes his 20 shots a game. You know, like, they're, they're settling. They're, they like where they're at. They're both, they're both, like, premier all-stars. Two is better than one. The, they sell seats. That's, They're the name of Washington. Like, I don't
0: like the two is better than one
1: argument. That's that's how that's it is a in this NBA argument, man. That's how it is in this this like the the business. Two is not better than one when you're not winning. When you're not winning obviously, but when you're I, mediocre. I feel like Bradley Beal has still future, John Wall still has future. Washington is not going to give either one of those guys unless they get future back.
0: Yeah, you're going to get future back is what I'm saying. Another talk that we can have just like that. Like, CJ McCollum, what can you get for him? What can you get for Bradley Beal? You can get something back for Bradley Beal. It's just, I'm saying that Dame and John Wall are the faces at, of the franchise. Look at the Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas You might Tom- not want to let those guys go. Look at the Kyrie
1: Irving, Isaiah Thomas trade. We thought that they were alike. We thought that they were similar just because of their scoring effects. And one turned out better than the other one. No, it Isaiah just, was built for Boston, though. He was built for Boston. That's the tough part. But it just seems like I don't know, to me now trades are we're more we're more hesitant now because we keep seeing these things. We keep seeing we keep seeing players get hurt and that we want to trade those players that get hurt and other teams are upset because like we didn't find out that Isaiah Thomas needed a hip surgery. We didn't find out Kyrie Irving needed to get another surgery as well. But for me Wiz- Wizards, I think I do believe one of them's got a split, but I just, I don't, I don't see it. I, I, see they're, I see that they're content with not being the best of friends, and they, they enjoy the money that they're getting. They all have max contracts. Him, Otto Porter, and Brad, or Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, and John Wall have max contracts. Some players in this league like money more than rings. Look at Carmelo Anthony. Okay. And then
0: lastly, it's the Toronto Raptors, and I think it needs to be a complete blowup. I think you need to fire the coach. Casey's a great coach but he's proven that he cannot get past the Cavs. You can be all you want in the regular season, but if you're not going to show up in the playoffs, you're not really doing anything for me as a Toronto Raptor fan. And yes, Kyle Lowry is all-star. Yes, DeMar DeRozan is all-star. They don't get it done. So one of them or both of them
1: have to go. Uh, you know, to me, coaches, I feel like it doesn't even matter when you're playing against LeBron. With coaching, I mean it does. But when it comes to this Toronto Raptors team, it just Demar and, and Kyle Iyer just did not show up. Like I feel like we're bl- we're giving too much blame to the coach when the the players couldn't make a shot, and I don't I don't think we can blame a coach for that. I don't think you can blame a coach for missing a layup or missing you know a dunk. You can blame the coach for getting the guys ready mentally. You can, but I think so Demar DeRozan to play LeBron James. I think I think these guys are old enough to be like. You know, you know, we 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 have we, we've, we've been through this before. You know, we've we've been through a situation like this. We know what to do. Like, coach can't baby the coach can't baby you and be like, all right, look, LeBron, all right, LeBron's really good. Okay, he's gonna go left. All right, you just <laughs> gotta stop him there. Okay, he's not gonna do that. I man, mean, he's got to do something, man. <laughs> like, okay, maybe you know, maybe there's a lack there, but Kyle Lauer and Demar just did not show up. They were scared. LeBron just has his presence on the Raptors team that just scares everybody. So, and I'm sure that, you know, there could be a possible Dwayne Casey could win Coach of the Year, and he could get fired after that, and it could be the next coach. To, he could be, George Carr was the last coach to get Coach of the Year with that Denver Nuggets team, then gets fired. So we've seen it before. We've seen it before, but it's just, to me, I feel like whatever coach you put, LeBron's still going to just have the advantage over this Raptors team. I do believe to blow it up as well, but it just seems like to me business is more important in some of these teams, and you want to sell seats, you want all stars on your team, you want to have recognition over that, and, and and but if I think if Kyle Lowry and, and, and Demar want out, then it's it's to me that I I look at that more of a of the solution, but I don't. Sometimes you just don't see guys do that unless they're really frustrated. And they, um, I mean, if, if, if Dwayne Casey doesn't get fired and he doesn't apologize to DeMar for that, <laughs> for that reason, for sitting him, then there could be a little bit more frustration going on into the plate. But, but if Dwayne Casey gets fired, then DeMar will be like, it's good, you know, forget that guy. All right, man. So.
0: Well, that was our hot take there on our teams that we think just need to make a change. And our Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals preview. Thank you for listening to No Layups, episode 11. No Layups. No Layups. No Layups. We'll obviously be back with more, more, more. More, more. We're over here making beats. We'll obviously (laughs) be over here making more content for you guys. We'll come with episode 12 in a little bit. We're coming close to the end of the season, guys. We'll see how it goes. You know, let us know who you think is going to (laughs) win. Do you think LeBron is going to be the king on top? (laughs) King of, of the Mount North, Everest King again. of House
1: Celtics. We'll
0: Lebronto, is he going to get it
1: done? Lebronto.
0: Are the Warriors going to win another championship? Is Boston going to surprise everyone and be that underdog? Can Houston beat the Warriors? You know, there's all Can types Boston of things. Can Boston be the
1: next Detroit Pistons? Woof. You know. That's, that's tough. So.
0: So there's all types of things that we could talk about. Stay tuned next time. Comment <laughs> on our SoundCloud. <laughs> I know it's like, it's like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. But um, Will LeBron win his fourth title? <laughs> But let us know what you think, man. Like our, uh, our, our SoundCloud, KCSS Podcast slash No Layups. Go check it out. Go, Go see our other episodes. Subscribe. S- support all the other KCSS podcasts. We'll be back with episode 12 next week. Thank you. All right, peace out, y'all.